What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? It is September 22nd, 2019. My name is Josh Boxy. I'm an aspiring entrepreneur documenting my journey. And in today's episode, we are doing a, what is it, episode 63, I think, of Reflections. And I also don't have pants right now. I'm going to try this out because you can't see that and that still works. So I'm going to go with it. Uh, going to be a lot about Starbucks this week. This is my first week at Starbucks. Um, went quite well, went quite well. So I'm just going to go over a ton of things regarding that. A tiny bit of content, probably nothing about Mox Energetics because I've basically just punted that as I struggle my way through training right now. And uh, it just is taking up way too much energy. So anyways, without further ado, uh, let us get it right into reflections. Reflections is a weekly episode where I get on camera after I'm done reflecting on my week and I share with you the highlights and I I share what worked, what didn't, wins, I, I things I worked on, uh, lessons I learned, where I grew, all types of things like this. And so I do this so I can, number one, share my experiences with the world and hopefully they gain uh they can learn these lessons faster and apply them to their own, to their own life. And as well, like document my, my journey in my entrepreneurial journey, which by the way, I think is so funny right now because like, I do not feel like an entrepreneur whatsoever in this current moment. Cause I'm just so fucking job focused right now. But if you take a step back and look a little bit clearer, this is all for the entrepreneurial journey. Like I got a job for my entrepreneur, uh, to, to make, being an entrepreneur easier, if that makes sense. You'd have to see very clearly to understand what the fuck I'm talking about. But anyways, let's get into episode 53, 63, I mean 63. Let's do this. What's been on my mind? I keep thinking I'm seeing people and recognizing people. Like I feel like, I don't even know if it's actually occurring, but I'll see a face and I'll be like, I feel like I know you from somewhere. It's the strangest thing. I'm doing it all the time at Starbucks. This even happened on my first shift with partners that I'm working working with. And I'm like, do I know you from somewhere? Like, so anyways, that's been very top of mind. I've been keeping compliments very top of mind. This is just great for self-esteem and like confidence. So anyways, two things that pop up that were like my favorite compliments of the week. Well, Okay, I'll just keep like two. These are the main, main pairs. There's a lot of good compliments this week. But first and foremost, the assistant manager there at Sports World uh, Starbucks, Erin. And uh, she was such a sweetheart. But anyways, she said two things that really stuck with me. Number one, that I am a, she said, you seem like a natural leader. And all of the stuff that you're going to be learning is like the easy part. The hardest part is connecting with customers. So if you just go for it and use your natural leadership and just connect with customers as best as you can and don't be like shy and timid like a lot of partners can be and if you lead by that example you're going to be setting a wicked example for the other partners and they will follow suit as well and so that specifically the leadership part is what really felt most at home to me because that just applies to anything it's just true i just beat to my own fucking drum it's the reality secondly she said uh, she was really sad that I had to go and she wished that I could stay and she was telling the uh, the store manager that she's like, yo, we should, we should find a way to keep Josh, <laughs> which I really appreciated. But uh, yeah, anyways, that store was gangster. 
I loved it. Had such a fun time there. And also, Aaron, you were such a sweetheart. So thank you for the kind words and the encouragement and all the advice. And yeah, <sighs> thinking very stressful thoughts about like not feeling ready enough for Starbucks uh, training. Like I like the training was great, but I just it was just one week. Okay, like there's so much I still have to learn. I was so fucking overwhelmed with a million things at once. I was learning so many things. My foundation was not strong enough. That was fucking with me a lot. Meaning like, I don't know all the drinks. Um, I don't know a ton of drinks. I literally just learned the sizes. I think this week or like it was, there's just a lot of stuff right there. And I'm, I'm terrified of being thrown in the fire this upcoming week when I go to my Starbucks at Cineplex. So I'm praying that Mitch and company and Jennifer understand that I'm not going to be like ready to get thrown in the fire just yet. <laughs> like I'm going to need more. I was also talking with other partners about this because I was like very, feeling very discouraged at one point. And they're like, yeah, like it's, it's going to take more than one week. No one's ready after just one week. So that was very encouraging and I'm glad I discussed that with them. It really helps my mindset. And also I'm grateful that Jennifer did tell me ahead of time at first step that you're not going to be ready. You're going to make mistakes. Um, and it's going to be a learning curve. So she understands that I'm praying that the other, the team understands that as an influx as well. So anyways, also San Francisco's, I've been thinking a lot about my past days at San Francisco's because there's certain aspects of Starbucks that remind me so much of San Francisco's specifically the culture, um, it, washing dishes and mopping brought a lot of old memories back. Fuck, I even saw a an old co-worker in the drive-thru as I was walking in at Starbucks, Tay Leeming. And uh, that was so funny to see her because I was just like, I was thinking so much about San Francisco's this entire week. Um, the culture though, especially like that fun, that fun, playful vibe plus making cool shit is just, and servicing customers at the same time. It was just like, it really reminded me of those days. Good shit. What were my favorite wins? Starbucks training officially complete. And by the, I mean like official quote unquote training. Started out at Sports World, like I told you. Did my training there. Now I'm going to Cineplex. And that was a one week thing. Did all like my women's. I did the additional stuff like sexual harassment, all that jazz. Um, also did my barista online training as well as on the floor stuff. So like started training the POS system, like the till and uh and the bar and what else did i do also like uh cs so like customer support and everything involved with that which is like brewing so brew every 10 minutes and they also do uh, it's lobby slides every like 15 I'm, i've i heard was a decent number to do so like wipe and as well communicate with customers and like all types of stuff like that and as well like support tasks like supporting the other baristas in whatever they're doing as well as like doing dishes cleaning um bathrooms uh wiping mopping all types of things like this so anyways cs enjoying that so far especially just because i get to talk to customers which is by far my favorite part so far i'm just such a fucking natural at talking to people that it was by far my favorite part where i or by far what i excelled at the most I am just able to smile and connect to people at such an easy level and I'm figuring out things to say as time goes on to make it easier and like connect over in that short interaction, but it's getting easier. Um, I'm enjoying it though. I really am. I also just want to thank everyone that 
Sports Bros. Starbucks because you made my training week so enjoyable. I had a ton of fun. I learned a lot. Um, I got a ton of advice, a ton of training. Um, just thank you all of all of you, Emily, um, Aaron, uh, Cheyenne, Ruby, Caroline, all of you. You've just helped me so much. So thank you because like literally it, it felt like a group team effort where Caroline was the main trainer, but I was getting a ton of tips from everyone. So it was, yeah, I appreciate it. You guys made me feel very at home, very welcome, and I'm, I will be back. Absolutely, will be back to take up pick up shifts long term, and uh, as well, I'll probably make that my new my new location for hanging out with people at Starbucks because I want to go see all those people. They're so fucking kind, man, and they're also so fucking funny. Ooh. I combined all of my areas of content, so I had a shit, I had like eight different databases for each type of content before. Now I'm combining all of them into one database, which contains like long form content, which can, aka videos, podcasts, um, but it'll also contain things like medium articles or like just articles in general or emails or like meaning like an email list, which I have yet to get to. Text management, meaning like a texting service, if you will. Uh, JMR so for Josh Moxie Radio. Basically anything you can think of, it's going in there if it's content creation, social media posts, Instagram story, all that kind of jazz, all in there. Uh, I also documented a lot of my story for Starbucks, which is really good because I wanted to make sure I'm capturing the story or capturing my journey correctly and made two posts about Starbucks, which is good, as well as a bunch of different stories, having fun with it, making it entertaining, and yeah. As for women, got a lot of practice with talking with women this week, like a ton, so that was helpful. And also handled seeing people from my past really well, so I'll count that as a win as well. And I'm grateful that I still stuck with my workouts despite being very fucking tired, did abs once, lifts three times, it's just different doing, yeah. Anyways, I, it worked, so I'm grateful for that. What worked? Wearing contacts every shift so I can see the customers. Yeah, so I have, I have distance. I need glasses for distance, quote unquote. So I wore contacts so I could see everything very clearly. I could see like the facial reactions. I could see their eyes. Like all these things are very important. It just makes it so much better when you're not fucking blind. Grateful I wore my contacts. Gonna continue that. Genuinely smiling with customers. This goes a long fucking way, just a genuine smile. Like those who are in it and like can feel it, they usually genuinely smile back, which is, I love. And like that goes such a long way in creating a genuine interaction, a genuine connection in that small little, little moment. So that's fucking important. And I also did a good job of talk, forcing myself to talk to customers while I was doing a lobby slide. Like this is super uncomfortable to start, but I forced myself to try to learn phrases and openers that I could use. And yeah, like you gotta be cautious with how you're doing this, but um, in that not everyone should be someone you're talking to, like just be thoughtful about it. I'll get into, I'll get into this more with lessons, but just like talking with customers um, worked really fucking well. Oh, I offered a guy who didn't like his coffee a free coffee, learned that was allowed. So that's good to know for the future. Um, yeah, this is important because like I want the customer to be, I want each, each 
transaction if you will to be a positive one and he didn't like his coffee um, and I happened to talk to him while I was doing the lobby slide just in the cafe if you, if you will and uh, he just didn't like his coffee so I was like yo like what didn't you like about it he's like too weak and I'm like okay like you might want to try a dark roast because I think he had a blonde and so I was like yo I, and I went to check with the supervisor I was like yo can we offer him something free he declined ultimately but it was just like a good learning lesson to be like this is the right move to gift for free if you if the customer is not satisfied it just is always the right move like five dollars saved five dollars lost today equals so much more down the road it's ridiculous if you do this properly laughing throat training i had so much fun during my training like there was so much laughing um there's no point in getting overly stressed i mean it is gonna happen at times but if you can laugh and ha have fun with things and i was laughing literally from like the first hour like actually not even the first hour like first minutes i was already laughing with people it, i my self-esteem has made things just so much fucking easier to connect at such a higher level so much faster i'm so grateful for it like when you're good with yourself you are able to get good with other people and interact with people so much fucking easier and let loose so much easier and not try to hide anything yeah it just works so much fucking more well if you're laughing during a stressful thing so and I'm grateful for everyone having the ability to have fun with me as well as just having good senses of humor. Like they are hilarious at Sports World. Using F as a substitute for fuck as well as using F to pay respects. Like there's a meme called <laughs> press F to pay respects and it goes back to like a Call of Duty thing. But anyways, I use F in so many different ways now and because I'm not swearing, I need like something to say. So like if I need to say like, press F to pay respects, or if I need to say fuck, I can just insert F. So like I ca called myself many times yesterday, in panic situation, I'd be like F, meaning specifically, it's actually like a combination of both how I use it. Like yesterday I was like, fuck, I don't, I'm scared to do this, as well as pressing F to pay respects for me right now because I'm about to struggle. So <laughs> it's a funny substitute and it doesn't get me in trouble. Having guides set up over the place in Starbucks, like this makes things so much easier when I have like the shaker cups uh have like guides on them for like that's for mixed drinks you've got like the the levels and all that jazz there's and then on like the espresso bar there is like the hot bar if you will there is um the espresso machine hot bar <laughs> i'm so fucking i'm such i'm such a rookie still by the way this episode is going to be long as fuck in case that's not clear so anyways having guides all over the place You've got like on hot bar, you've got the four steps, um, which I completely forget in this moment. And then the eight steps for cold drinks on the refrigerator. There's just guides everywhere. You don't have to fucking guess everything. There's also like on the mixed drinks, there's, there's like the pump amount. It's a fucking lifesaver. So very grateful for that. Asking a ton of questions to my coworkers. I almost did not hold back at all on questions. I had so many questions. I asked a ton. I honestly still had more, but just like, I didn't want to kind of overwhelm them. So I guess I did hold back to a degree, but asking them about like, say if I was on POS on the till, um, if I ever had any curiosity, I would like tap someone beside me and like, just go fetch someone. Cause I'm not going to sit there and try to waste the customer's time if I don't know. Um, as well as just like asking them questions about like, um, anything really like asking them about the guides, asking them about asking them to confirm my idea. If I, that I had that measurement correct, um, 
just a lot of like confirmation as well as understanding how things work. I was just curious as fuck. Still am. There's so much I had to learn. It's ridiculous. So I might as well learn from people who are doing this every single day. So anyways, yes, asking questions is just such a fucking good idea. Remembering people's names for partners, customers, etc. I um, it's just important. Everyone's favorite name is their ever, everyone's favorite name. Everyone's favorite word in their language is their own name. So I did actually a pretty good job at memorizing almost everyone's name. Name tags also help, but even like trying to get customers' names as well, like Deb and Paul, uh, Bill. Uh, those three come to mind. I don't know if I knew anyone else's. But anyways, it's just important because people love their name and if you can use it, all the better. Getting a photo with Caroline before I left. This is my trainer. You saved my life, so thank you for that. And yeah, I always struggle with getting photos. I'm like, it's just so awkward getting a photo. But anyways, I'm glad I did that because it just captured the training session for me. Not the training, you know what I mean? Like it just, it was just, I'm not gonna see her probably anytime soon. So anyways, it was just good to get a photo capture that, I can use that on social if or not, just keep it on Google Google Photos, have that as a memory, cause that was my first week in training. So, and I honestly wish I got a photo with like all the people, but it is what it is, not the end of the world. Asking mom for energetic help, yeah, she fucking saved my life this week multiple times, so grateful for that. And it's just important to ask for help, and I do struggle with this at times, but grateful for her help. Reusable cups like straws, cups, all that jazz, you can get it reusable. So I got, uh, I was gifted a, what do you call it? A cold drink um, in my first sip, so thank you Jennifer for that. And then I got myself, just for like three bucks or two bucks or whatever, I got myself a, a hot version of this. And uh, so I use those when I'm getting cold or hot, although I fucked up yesterday and I did get a, did get a cold in a plastic cup. So anyways. Yes, using these reusable though, it's just like, why not? You might as well, save the fucking planet. Using my free drinks at Starbucks to try all of the drinks. So I am not well, quote unquote, versed in a bunch of Starbucks drinks. I literally always drink a mocha. That's always my default. And I don't want to get anything else ever because if I'm going to be dropping like $4 on the coffee, I want my favorite. So. This is a great time to experiment, try different things, and it's all fucking free. I get five free drinks in theory a shift, so I can maximize all of those if I choose to. Um, what, what else can I say right there? Also, keeping track of it all in Notion within a database. Like I have a database of like, I'm, I'm just tracking it all so I can make sure I'm getting to everything essentially, and giving it like a review of one to five type of thing, as well as like, who recommended it, um, yeah, all that jazz. It's going fucking gangster so far. And then I also asked a million people, what am I fucking saying? I asked my story and I got a ton of responses. So we'll see, I have just, um, I'm just over fucking doing this right now. I have a bunch of, I have a bunch of uh, suggestions from people of their favorite drinks and I'm gonna try pretty much all of them. So we'll see how that goes. Oh yeah, prioritizing abs earlier in the week, so they got done, finally. Just like, been really slacking on abs, so that's good to have that down. Oh yeah, and taking pictures of the POS, like the till, so I can memorize it, because it is a fucking clusterfuck right now. What didn't work, and how can I improve it? Okay, what didn't work? 
telling customers to hold up when I when I'm panicking and they tell me a crazy order. So yeah, just <laughs> so fucking silly. But anyways, just like tell them, hey, can you give me a second? I'm just in training right now, so I um, I'm a little bit slower and I'm not up to speed on this. Is it possible if you could walk me through this step by step? Something like that. Uh, the right customers will understand. If they're not, like, whatever. Not my fucking problem. Oh, lacking progress outside of Starbucks and gym this week. Here's the reality. I'm fucking dead right now after I get off a shift because there's so much mind and uh, new material, if you will. It's not like it's not the most mind intensive thing. It's really not. But because it's new, that's what's generating a lot of energy and that's a lot of energy that's getting sucked out of me so and also dealing with customers all day as much as i enjoy it it's also it is it's energizing and draining at the same time but so i've got to figure out ways of getting home and recharging immediately so what did i write down here yeah recharging myself with like a meditation a nap which is a little bit challenging with the nap with the coffee same thing with meditation as well um a nim sem session a shower and then also clarifying, clarifying priorities so I know exactly what to work on within a specific block of time. Um, so yeah, that's key as well. Also using Y power for my vision and, and just like reverse engineering the vision as well as just using it to amp me up and uh, making a game out of how much I can get done within the limited amount of time. And also as time goes on, this will get easier as hell because I'll become so trained and it's just gonna become second nature so I don't have to exude so much energy. Um, exert, the exert is the word. I don't have to exert so much energy. Um, I can just do my job, come home, and then work on other stuff. Like business is the main fucking priority, period, end of story. Right now, it's just getting your grasp. So building the foundation and letting myself financially be okay. Drinking five drinks in one shift. Yeah, I tried this on Tuesday on my first opportunity to get five. And yikes, I was I went so high and then dropped so fucking low. It was a disaster, I was so fucking dead. So anyways, don't do that. Try to stick to like one, two or three drinks. And then like maybe get like a non-calf, a decaf, type of drink um and yeah that's another thing just drinking too much caffeine is another problem so like stopping myself after a certain time like if it's late enough um restricting myself to a certain amount of drinks within a certain amount of period or period of time if you will i'm trying decaf versions of drinks um also drinking less calf like less crazy sugar drinks would also help with the crash and what else can i say Drinking things like milk could be helpful as well. Like there's, yeah. Okay, and also a complete related point here is drinking really sugary drinks after my shift and right before my workout. That is a challenge because it ends up making me super fucking weak. So that's not good. And I, my workout is super fucking important to me and I wanna be as strong as possible. So it can be better if I choose less sugary drinks. I can go like straight black coffee or I can do like, what else can I do? Like a, a light, lighter drink, um, or I could even do something like milk, um, 2% milk. Tried that yesterday, I had a venti of that. It's like 250 calories with 25 protein or something like that. So I like that idea. 
panicking until not reading anything and just pressing a bunch of random buttons. Anytime I didn't know what I was supposed to do, I kind of just started pressing buttons and trying to make like I was make it look like I was doing something. And in reality, I just ended up asking someone, someone else what the hell I need to do and just like letting the customer know like, hey, just give me a second, sorry I'm in training type of thing. And usually they're pretty, pretty gracious around that. But anyways, um, much better to just slow it down, actually read it, actually scan. I mean, like Caroline was saying, like if they're coming to Starbucks, they don't expect speed. They're going for like quality and the experience and all that jazz, so that's fine. And then also ask questions to fellow partners, which I did and worked really well. Uh, and also memorizing the till at home, taking more time to do that, as well as understanding the drinks better so I can clearly more classify them in my mind. And also when I memorize the till and I understand the drinks, that's when I'm going to be able to create a mental version of this. Like I remember this happens when I was, when I was coding, when I was learning coding, uh, this exact situation happened where I would stop coding in text and I would start coding in my mind. So like I wouldn't be typing, but I'd be coding in my brain. This exact same thing will happen with this till and with the drinks and that'll become cake at that point. And I'm very excited for that, but equally enjoying the process of getting there. <sighs> Beating myself up for feeling like I'm not prepared enough, that I don't know of enough drink recipes and creating stories that I'm just not training well enough and fast enough. And I just created a fucking massive headache for myself on Friday. Thankfully, it was my day off because I, yeah, I was, anyways, I just stressed the fuck out. Shout out mom for helping me because I was just in a, that was a challenging day. Um, and it was all self-inflicted. So anyways, actionables here, over communicating to Jennifer and my Cineplex team that I am not feeling like I'm ready and I'm very scared. And uh, also channeling that fear into working on preparing and memorizing the till and the drinks and just like studying a lot and prioritizing that overall above content, above above girls, above social, above anything really. And also verifying which study guides are good and which aren't and just checking what other partners do and how they memorize at the beginning. I asked a bunch of partners about that, about what they did and got a bunch of different answers, but it was just like, it was good. I also verified yesterday, like which guides I should follow. I showed them potential. They're like, don't follow that. That's going to confuse the hell out of you. Do something simpler. So I was like, okay, I will do that. <laughs> what were my biggest lessons? Okay. How to talk to customers when you're doing a sweep. So first things first, I kind of just want to check if they are open. I don't want to try to force a conversation that's not natural and that's not, I don't think, what Starbucks wants. I'm assuming Starbucks is looking for people who are open in nature, have open body language, have, and you can just kind of sense and, and feel this out. But like for me, if they're focused, if they have headphones in, if they look like they're very busy doing something, don't even fucking bother them. Like wipe around them. Don't engage in conversation. They're busy doing their thing. They're going to dislike you if you start to interrupt them, if they're in the middle of something important. So just don't even fucking bother. Um, and also, yeah, so people in line are golden candidates for this, for your sweep and just like interacting with them, asking how their day is going, what do they have going on today, um, how are they, what are they up to today. Like plans seem to be a good area to talk. Um, I'm very lucky in that I'm in Cineplex soon, which means we got books and movies and those things are going to generate a ton of topics. And uh, what else can I say? But just like look for things to connect on. 
and uh, what else? Yeah, there's just a million different questions. Like, and have those backup questions. That's the third point. Have backup questions that can save you in those type of interactions. But as as for questions, try to start with the environment first, the situation first. Look for things that might be entry points and just work with that because you can fucking go. And especially like me, I am a good conversationalist when I choose to be, and it's like definitely being deployed right now, 1000%. Like overall, there's just so many things you can say to customers that it will create a positive interaction. And you just have to, it really just starts with good intentions as well as being curious and asking questions and then follow-up questions and just caring really like intent just goes a long way space out your drinks with small sizes so as i have five drinks per shift it's much i was immediately thinking venti 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 give me five ventis i'm about to get fucked up on caffeine bad idea don't do that i even i did not do that on my when i hit five that other day but still i was fucked on caffeine so bad idea instead use talls okay these are like these are technically a small size and they work wonders because they're spacing them out and you're not getting like a crazy super high and then like a super crash later it's more just like a steady caffeine high which is super fucking nice each situation matters and equally it does not matter so obviously starbucks wants me to care a ton about each situation and i do i do care about each interaction each order each product I'm creating, etc. But like it at the end of the day does not matter and I need to take it off a pedestal because if I keep it too high, I will fuck up more if I than if I keep it off a pedestal. I'm still aiming for that excellent quality, but I am going to make mistakes. I made mistakes in drinks already. And also people don't necessarily notice the mistakes. <laughs> I learned not to speak. Um and it's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. Again, you are shooting for excellence, but if errors happen, I apologize. It was not my intent, but mistakes happen. And I can't let that cripple me and I can't start judging myself because that is a, a very dangerous game and I'm not gonna be able to service the next customers better because I'm stuck judging myself in that past. So just move on, try again, improve your your consistency and standards and just do the fucking best you can while equally keeping yourself accountable, but not judging yourself. Very, very crucial. And by the way, I mentioned this because I was super crippled by it before. Previously, before starting, I was like, oh my God, I don't want to make mistakes. But after making mistakes, I'm like, okay, I didn't die. It's not the end of the world. I keep going. I try again, again. I try again. <laughs> I try again better. And over time, we improve more and make less mistakes as we are more okay with making mistakes. It's a, it's a magical paradox, really. Let customers know you are still training. This goes a long way. You set expectations by just being like, hey, I, uh, I am still training right now, so just give me a second. And just throwing that into conversation, whether it's on till or on bar, just be like, hey, I apologize, I'm on training. People are much more gracious than I thought they were gonna be. Um, I'm very, very grateful for the compassion and the empathy that a lot of the customers deployed. Some of them didn't, that's completely okay. I can't control that. But just setting that context and that frame, uh, the right people will absolutely um, be more empathetic to your situation. And you also have more room for error 
and more time to do things because they understand. So it's a good thing to introduce into conversation. And also thanking them for their patience. Very crucial. Thank you for your patience. Insert name. A smile goes a long way. On basically every position that I did this week, smiles just do a, a great deal of like correction. So if I ever make errors and stuff like that, and even not, it's not even about errors. It's just about an interaction, like the sub communication is everything. And I noticed that so much this week, like my good intent and my actual, like it's just, yeah, like I actually do give a shit and I do care deep down and that like it comes through and a good smile and, a, and I'm not saying a good smile, a genuine smile. It just goes a long way to setting that frame for that interaction that you actually care. Um, yeah, it's just, it, it means so much more than people think. Just a smile. Customer service is a gangster role. <laughs> okay, I love this role right now just because it's probably the easiest. The main things are every 10 minutes, brew new coffee, do that cycle. Um, you also do lobby slides where you go to, to talk to customers as well as clean the lobby, wipe things down. And you can also third, so I'm doing this in priorities. Uh, the third priority is doing things like dishes and stocking and any support you need to do and assistance. And there's a big list of extra tasks, but just doing those things within those type of cycles is, uh, is how customer support works at Starbucks. And I love it the most because so far, I, I'm sure I won't love it the most when I figure out a bar and everything correctly. But uh, as of right now, I really enjoy it because I get to basically get paid to talk to customers and make coffee, which I love. A Starbucks shift is very doable for my energy and for my time. I was very, very scared at the beginning that I was going to be like, it was just going to be like me going from, I just thought it was going to be really hard um, and I wouldn't be able to manage my energy properly. But they have it set up in a way where there is a 30 minute lunch as well as two 15s if you have like an eight hour shift type of thing in between those, in between that lunch. And it's a lifesaver. Like honestly, um, saved my ass for energy. I, I, here I am thinking like I'm going to need Pomodoro because that's what I usually do. I usually do Pomodoro at home. And this just really, really worked. I was very surprised that this type of like basic 15, 30, 15 worked wonders. So I'm very grateful for that because I was scared as hell. And it's also a big part because it's not as cognitively demanding as I was expecting. Like it is because I'm learning a lot, but at the same time, it's not that cognitively demanding. It's more just like, you just have to be fucking present, so. Names come back when you allow them to. When I didn't put pressure on remembering people's names, it just came back. I saw a bunch of people from my past and like their names, like left me. But as soon as I saw them, I was like, name. It was the craziest thing. Like I loved it. Happened with so many people. Also, I'm just, I don't know how good I am getting, like I don't understand how I'm getting so good at names, but my memory just continues to get better and better and better all the time. I'm so fucking, I'm so fucking blessed. So fortunate for that. A trick for remembering pumps at Starbucks. I learned this from Caroline, my trainer, and she said, Basically use the first as a, as a placeholder, if you will, but the second one is actually the real one. So short gets one pump, short gets two pump, three for tall, four for grande, five for venti hot, six for venti cold, and seven for trenta. And that confused me a bunch of times as she was explaining it, but I stuck with it. I'm like, yo, 
I don't understand. Please try this again. It took me three times, I think. But on the third time, it clicked, and I got it, and I'm like, holy shit, this is going to save my life. So, shout out for their, that trick, and it's just, it's going to be super fucking helpful. I don't need an intro if I am behind enough of my content. Yep. So, like, my, my audio and visual branding does enough to, like, make it seem a little bit, quote-unquote, professional if I feel like that. But I'm just so fucking behind right now. I'm actually punting intro clips and my intro because I just, I'm so behind. Intro clips is actually a mental energy thing in itself where I'm just like trying to select this perfect fucking clip. So I can just punt that for the time being, start out right from the intro and go with that. Oh, so it's a good idea to have two statuses instead of just one when I am looking at my systems in Notion. For the longest time I had like, what I started with? Concept, so basically like, is it a concept now? I had no area for rejection or acceptance at that point, but then I had like the distribute or the, the processes of creation. So like uh, preparation, it was recorded and then editing, post-production, same thing, and published or something like that. But now I changed it because there's two parts, I think. There is the the status of the actual piece, meaning like, is it a concept still? Did it get rejected? Is this something I need to do in the future? Meaning like, I'll come back to it later at a, when it's like aged properly. Is this something that, what else can I say here? What, uh, let me actually look at the fucking, no, it's gonna take too long to get there. Um, <laughs> what else is there? There is archive, like, did it get archived? Did it get uh, vaulted? Um, what else? I think I just said those three things as, and I'm pretty sure they're all under vault, uh, future, Oh yeah, there's also trash. That's another one. So if it, the idea or the project got trash, I put that in there. Um, pending, if it's pending something. Uh, having these statuses are just super, super helpful for helping me keep track of the actual status of that specific episode or that piece of content. Another part. So having these two separate now, I have another, another, uh, select, if you will, is what they're called of, uh, what are they called? Uh, it's the creation process. So I've got like, is it concept? Is it, is it in development? It is, is it, I don't have concept. Is it in development? Is it in pre-production? Is it in production? Is it in post-production? Is it in distribution? And is it published? So all those things have like different, different definitions for that different type of content, but it all typically falls under there. So I can typically follow that. This is just working a lot better. We'll see how it actually works in reality, but it seems to go so far so good. What challenges did I experience? Okay, feeling super discouraged with content right now. Like, I wonder if I can actually make good content. Um, I look at other people's content who are making, like Notion, for example. I'm like, how the fuck can I make better content than this? It's bullshit. I can't actually make better content. <laughs> if I dial the fuck in and do that. Um, but super wondering like, if my documenting is good, if I should just stop doing that, if I should focus on creating. There's a lot going on there. Um, I'm also just crippled at how far behind I am. I wanna start making different types of content, but I still have to go through all of this documentation still and catch up. I'm fucking 25 episodes, I think, behind. It's really annoying. Um, Oh yeah, I'm also very concerned about this idea of like, how much can I publicly voice of my transparency before it bites me in the ass? I don't want it to bite me in the ass. I want to be real, but I really don't want to suffer the complete 
consequences of being trend like just completely real i don't know i like i want to be like i just yeah i don't want to create enemies but i also don't want to be vanilla so there's i, I had to find some sort of wow i had to find some sort of fine line between those two not sure what it is right now i am fucking exhausted right now like not I, in this moment i'm fine but just like in general after i get home i am so tired because i'm learning so many new skills and that takes that type of energy away from me and it is very challenging right now for me to do anything after work. But as time goes on and I get those wheels, I will figure it out. But for the time being, like, it's just funny to even call myself an entrepreneur right now. Because I'm just like, I don't fucking work on business after. I, no, not at all. I'm purely working on Starbucks and content at this point And gym. Super out of money right now. Like, I'm so close to running out of protein stuff. It's like very concerning eating a lot of pasta though and <laughs> beans as well <laughs> rice like just yeah it's it's rough right now but it's not that rough where i have to be unhappy about it it's just uh it is just a little bit concerning at times because i don't want my gains to go away i would love to eat a ton of protein although like i found this the other day if i yesterday if i drink milk at Starbucks and I get used to one of my, I could use multiple actually, I could drink like 500 calories of milk that would give me like 50 or maybe like 45, somewhere between there of grams of protein and that would really help my protein situation. <laughs> Not sure if my stomach could appreciate that, but that's, that is an alternative. And of course, like the way I'm going to fix this is just continuing to work at Starbucks and as well, whenever I get to it, Mox energetic stuff because I can't like sustain myself long term on Starbucks, but it's gonna be like a combination of Starbucks and Mox energetics. There we go. Um, dealing with the complicate the complications of POS and tilt. That's it is a huge challenge for me right now because like there's so many different screens. It's fucking chaos. Um, there's gotta be like 25 different screens. It's insane. Um, and you can also have 80,000 plus combinations at Starbucks. So that's a lot of fucking, that's a lot of potential drinks to be made. So it's getting easier as time goes on. Um, the biggest challenge is matching up people's, what they actually say to what the POS says, because there are slight variations in words, things getting flipped around, as well as like, they might just say something completely different. Um, and I had to match, they might say the correct drink name, but it's called something different on the POS or it has a word before Then I'm looking for the first word to be that and it ends up being like the second word, that type of stuff. If you are on the till, you know exactly what I'm talking about because I'm sure this has happened to you at one point as well. Um, there's just been a ton of things to memorize at Starbucks and like it is overwhelming, but I am getting there. And I'm again praying that my store doesn't think I'm going to be like this perfect person right from the get because I'm super fucking not. I think Mitch is going to save my life multiple times. So thank you in advance, Mitch. I'm praying you do save my life. And thank you as well to everyone at the Sports World Starbucks who did save my life. Like, so many of you. Yeah. Time work is time paid. This shit pisses me off. I heard it multiple times this week, but I was like, fuck guys, like, everyone who says this, I immediately challenge them. I'm like, okay, but like, what did you do to get where you are? Did you ever work for free? They're all like, they all like, yes, the answer is yes, every time. And I find this funny, but I appreciate that Starbucks is has this policy of like time work is time paid but the reality is i'm not a fucking lawyer okay 
like I have to do free work to get myself to a place where I want to get properly trained and like I'm just responsible for my own training at the end of the day um, that you guys might think it's on others but it is on me I am 100% responsible for my own situation so yes like overall this mindset will just make you lose in life and it's always funny that the people who are at higher positions do not follow this rule at all so don't follow the fucking time work is time paid rule you will never advance past minimum wage period end of story Okay, so this is an amazing blessing and a curse. Um, there are so many good-looking girls at Starbucks, it's ridiculous. Um, and I'm talking specifically about customers, but there's also good-looking partners as well. Like, at, uh, there, there's a handful of, of good-looking girls at, uh, at Sports World as well. But there's this challenge of, like, how am I allowed to check you out type of thing, <laughs> or am I going to get fired? So... That is a big challenge for me this week. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out if it needs to be subtle, if it's just a compliment. I don't want to, like, yeah, I don't want to feel like a creep. Um, but yeah, tons of great looking women out there. So, yeah. <laughs> Yo, I am, I am, con I'm praying and I'm concerned that I'm, I'm hoping that the Cineplex team vibes with me in the same way that, and it won't be the exact same way, but I'm hoping they're able to have fun with me. I hope, I hope they're as funny as this sports world team was. And, uh, we'll find out soon. Um, I'm trying to also just like be open to whatever it is. And I trust whatever happens will, uh, will be for the best, but I really hope they're funny. I really hope they're able to have as much fun with me as that team did. And, uh, yeah, we'll find out soon. We'll find out soon. I'm open though. Where did I grow the most? POS, bar, both of these things, very complicated, but, and I still have a long way to go on both of them, but I am growing a lot in this aspect, and that's probably the biggest thing I grew on this mo the most this week. Um, these things are just, yeah, they're very complicated, but they're gonna become easier as time goes on. Restricting myself on swearing. Very true. I I don't think I swore a single time at a customer. I'd say that like it's an angry thing, but I might just like be like accidentally drop a swear word, but I don't think I dropped a single swear word to a customer. However, you can swear if it's under your breath or like to the other partners. Just do it in a cautious way and uh, make sure a customer doesn't hear. Because <laughs> that's legal and a bunch of them do. Um... <laughs> Uh, talking to customers. So I didn't actually want to do this my first shift. As soon as I got out there, I'm like, oh, this feels so forced. I don't like it. But the reality is I actually do like talking to people. And if I just let myself go through with it, it's pretty fucking easy. So, um, but getting past that like barrier I created for myself and just being okay with talking to people, that helped grow me a lot. Um, and also just like getting out of my room and being in public for that long just gave me a lot of practice socially and, and Kaizen, the skills that I will need to interact with customers. Um, but it, yeah, like I honestly just kicked ass with the interaction with customers part. I was like customers interaction part, I mean. Um, it's so fucking easy to me. I am a complete natural of people at this point um, for all of the training I've done over the years. So... Didn't start out as a natural people because I was super fucking shy. Still am shy to a degree, but I am outgoing. I've trained myself to be outgoing. So, 
Yes. And also, in regards to talking with customers, it's always just so key to play on the environment or the situational things and then have, uh, when I mean, like, for example, they have really cool hair. Start talking to them. Start talking to them about their hair, and like you'll you'll hear different things. You can go different rabbit holes and stuff like that if you choose to, if you have the time to do it. Although I'm pretty sure that's prioritized above all of our correct. And as for being out in the public for so long, uh yeah, it's it's never as scary as I ever think it is. It's uh I didn't think it was gonna be scary this week, but it was just like just pretty natural. People are good. Um, I like being with people. It's um. Yeah, it's really funny. I'm still introverted in, in nature, but at the same time, it's actually, it is charging up at the same time um, when you're outgoing. And I think it's more so because I know I'm like, it's not my default. So it's almost like a win in itself, which that charges me. That's my theory right now. We'll see if that's actually true in time. <laughs> what am I obsessed with right now? What was I obsessed with? iOS 13. <laughs> I love iOS 13 so much. It is so fucking cool. I love dark mode so much. That's I made all my apps dark mode. Um, video color corrections is a huge thing. That's something I've wanted for such a long time. When I post things on Instagram, I want to make sure they're color corrected. And like when I'm posting raw vo video specifically, and for the longest time I had to use like VSCO or Visco, however the fuck you say it, and uh, pay like too much money for me. So I just didn't want to pay. Um, so having that for free now is amazing, as well as just like a better design on so many things. Like Apple Music looks so much cleaner, um, especially having that new design plus dark mode is just so right for dubstep because it's like a red. It's just, it looks so fucking nice. Okay. Um, yeah, I love it. There's so many different new tweaks that I just, that are just so much better. Also iMessage looks so much more clean on, on iOS 13. I don't know why. It's as if like, the transitions from bubbles changed when they're sending. I don't know if it's the key. If it, it just feels faster on the keyboard as well. Like there's a lot happening. I love it. I'm a fan. Okay. Reflection 63 in the books. Thank you so much for watching and listening. I think that came out really fucking cool. It was really cool to share like so much of my Starbucks experience this week on my first week on the job. And uh, I am still scared for tomorrow. But again, like I talked about in, in what didn't work, I have to prepare myself. I have to channel that that fear into action and uh, make sure I am training at home as well because I'm so fucking lost on bar and shit like that, man. And that's another thing. If I didn't talk about this, I still have no fucking clue what I'm doing um, and it, I'm, it won't take just a week to get there. So that's okay. Um, I will get there. I'm going to do more training after later in this day. And yeah, that's about it for now. Thank you again for watching and listening. If you got enough value from this, do me a favor, subscribe um, wherever you are watching or listening to this, as well as liking, rating, commenting. And uh, and if you could do me a huge solid, if you got a ton of value, please share this with a friend who you could think or who, who you think might enjoy this or get value from this. So without further ado, again, thank you so much for watching and listening. As always, my name is Josh Moxie and I will catch you later.